0: Hey, good morning. It's good to be with you on this 4th of July. Uh, happy 4th of July. Happy Independence Day to you, no matter where you find yourself. If you're watching this or podcasting this or watching this at some point later, I hope you have a wonderful day celebrating our, our independence, our freedom as Americans. I know I always love this day today. I love growing up. Uh, we always would shoot fireworks and uh, sometimes go over to Lake Dixie Springs and uh, swim a little bit or, things such as that. It was always a fun day. I know my, my family and I will, will have a good time together gathering with some friends. Um, look at, looking forward to that. So uh, no matter where you find yourself today on this beautiful day, I pray that you have a great day. And I pray that, hey, we're all thankful. Those of us, if you're watching this in America, I don't know who else watching this, but if uh, you're an American citizen, uh, you're, part, you're part of our wonderful country, then remember the great freedoms we have. Um, let's all do our part as good citizens. Paul tells us to be good citizens, so that's our responsibility is to pray for our nation, pray for our leaders, and work to be a good citizen in whatever community we find ourselves in. It's an important task for us as Christians. So um, Today, I want to, we're going to, okay, remember we said yesterday Barnabas sold the field, and I said that was going to play a big part, in what's going to happen next? Now we're going to read about Ananias and Sapphira. This is a great story, interesting story, and I think it's important to remember the context. So let's, um, let's look at uh, chapter 5, verses 1, through 11. Chapter 5, 1 through 11. But a man named Ananias, okay, we just saw Barnabas, he brought it, laid it at the apostles' feet. Period. End of chapter. New chapter starts. But, my preacher growing up, Brother Bill Poole used to always say, pay attention anytime it says but in scripture. But a man named Ananias, with the consent of his wife Sapphira, sold a piece of property, just like Barnabas. With his wife's knowledge, he held back some of the proceeds and brought brought only a part and laid it at the apostles' feet. Ananias, Peter asked, why has Satan filled your heart to lie to the Holy Spirit and keep back part of the proceeds of the land? While it remained unsold, did it not remain your own? And after it was sold, were not the proceeds at your disposal? How is it that you have contrived this deed in your heart? You did not lie to us but to God. And when Ananias heard these words, he fell down and died. In great fear, seized all who heard it. The young men came and wrapped up his body and carried him out and buried him. After an interval of three hours, his wife came in, not knowing what had happened. Peter said to her, tell me whether you and your husband sold the land for such and such a price. She said, yes, that was the price. Then Peter said to her, how is that you have agreed together to put put the spirit of the Lord to the test? Look, the feet of those who have buried your husband are at the door and they will carry you out. Immediately she fell down at his feet and died. When the young men came and saw her dead, they carried her out and buried her beside her husband. In great fear seized the whole church, and all and all heard of these things. Okay, this is an interesting story, and I want to unpack what's happening here. But first, I think it's important. This is one of the things I, I have this conversation with people sometimes. Talk about the Old and the New Testament. It's very easy to fall under, under this um, false understanding that the Old Testament is just full of... of Vengeance and law and these such things, all this. And the New Testament's full of full of just grace and peace and yada, yada, yada. Okay, well, first, um, the Old Testament's got a lot of grace in it, y'all. Let's look at Jonah. And Jonah, he didn't want to go preach to the Ninevite because he knew God would forgive him. He said, I know that you are a gracious God. Jonah might be one of the most graceful stories in all the Bible. So we see that there. When Jesus says the greatest commandment is to love God and love neighbor, he's quoting the Old Testament. So we see tons of grace in the Old Testament. And then, yeah, we see a lot of grace in the New Testament, but we also see Ananias and Sapphira here, don't we? We also see this story here. We see that God is not a God to be trifled with, and God is not a God to be messed with. And so... We read the story and we ask ourselves, well, why did God strike them down? Because they didn't give all the money that they had to God. Isn't that wrong for God to do that? I've often joked um, in our church, here at St. Matthew's, we always do a stewardship season in October. And that's when we talk about the upcoming year's budget. We encourage our people to tithe and to give. You know, a tithing is giving ten percent of your income to, to the church. Uh, my family and I, we tithe. We we take our monthly income and we multiply it by point one, and Holly writes the check or goes online, and and we give that ten percent of our our income to the church. That's what we do. That's what the Bible tells us to do. Um, so I've heard people say, man, we should preach about Ananias and Sapphira for stewardship. That'd be a good stewardship passage, a good stewardship, uh, 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 you know, uh, uh, theme. I'm like, oh, no, we want to we go there. But God doesn't judge them and God does not strike them down because they didn't give all the money to the church. Peter says here, what it says in verse two, it says, they sold the field. With his wife's consent, they knowledge, they brought only a part, and laid it at the apostles' feet. While the remained in, in verse four, it says, "While the remained unsold, was it not did not remain your own? And after it was sold, were not the proceeds at your disposal?" So it wasn't that they didn't give all the money to the church. That's not the issue here. That's not the issue. The issue is that they said, or acted like, or implied that they were giving it all to the church. They were giving it all to God. Why? Because, doesn't Barnabas look good? In chapter, thir- in chapter 4, Barnabas is the son of encouragement? Doesn't he look good and doesn't it look like the right thing to do? So it isn't. This, this The takeaway take from the story is not that they got in trouble or not that they were punished because they didn't give all the money to the church. That That's not... That's not the point of the story y'all.' It's, it's not that they didn't give it all to the church. don't don't take that away from this text as being the main point of this story or the main point of what we're of what we're seeing here. that's not what that's not the takeaway from this story. The takeaway from the story is this they sold a field which was there to sell. they had the money which was there theirs to do with what they wanted to do with it and they lied about what they gave to look good. They were using their money, using their resources, not to help others, but simply to look good. They were were using it to make themselves appear more holy or more good than they ought to be. Remember what Jesus says about the Pharisees? That when they come to the temple and uh, make an offering, they blow the trumpets and they want a big deal to be made about it. This is not a call to Sell all you have and give it to the church. I mean, unless God's called you to that. Now, if God has laid that upon your heart and called you to do that, then that's that's one thing. We need to be obedient to what God's called us to do. But that's not the takeaway from this passage. Unless that's God's specific calling to your life, that's not the takeaway from this passage. The takeaway from this passage is this. They were under not under, under no obligation to do that. No obligation. Sell the field. They were under no obligation to give the proceeds from the sale to the church. They were not required to do that. That was not something they were required to do or church told them to do. But what happened was this. They did it. And they lied about it to make themselves look good. They withheld and then claimed to give all. If they had came and said, we sold this field and here's half the proceeds. I don't think there'd have been a single problem with that. Because withholding, as Peter says. You were free to do what you you want to with it. You were free to do what you wanted. So the issue was not not what they gave. It was how they gave it and why they gave it. They, They didn't give it to the glory of God. They didn't give it to further God's purposes. They didn't give it for God's glory and God's goodness. Anything such as this. They gave it because they were wanting to look good because they are wanting the praise and the glory, because they were wanting to appear to be holier. They ought to be. Jesus tells us in the Sermon on the Mount, tells us in the gospel, that if we do our good works for others to see, then we received our reward in that. He says, when you pray, go to your closet and pray, so your Father in heaven sees. And let your right hand know what your left hand is doing. When you fast, put oil on your face. Look good. Do your goodness. Do your faithfulness. Not so others can see. Not so that you look good. Not so that you appear holier than you ought to appear. But do it because you want to worship God and glorify God and help others. So the issue wasn't with what they gave. I don't think the issue was with how they gave. The issue was why, and honestly, they weren't even given, were they? They weren't even given. They were using the resource they had to make themselves to appear holy. So, let's be cheerful givers, y'all. Let's give freely and joyfully. And with abandon. Let's be generous. Uh, You can't, you can't, I mean, don't we see over and over again, chapter, chapter four, verse 32, chapter two, verse 43. Don't we see over and over this call to be generous of heart and of spirit? We're called to be generous. We're called to be givers. So let's do that. Let's give freely. Let's give joyfully. Let's give with free hearts and let's give freely and boldly and joyfully what God wants to do. Let's don't do it to impress others. Let's don't, don't do it to impress God. Let's do it to be faithful. Barnabas was faithful; he gave it to glorify God. And In his power, they were doing it to look good. Let's make sure we do it for the right reasons, for the right purpose. Thanks for uh, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. I hope you're enjoying this, and uh, we'll be back uh, tomorrow with uh, with uh, another passage from the Book of Acts. Thanks for being with us.